Hello and welcome to Surrendering Average. I'm your host, Joel Mahe. Let's face it, life can be hard at times. Often during difficult circumstances, our attitudes, beliefs, language, and thoughts usually don't serve us. We tend to react to situations rather than access a pre-programmed mindset in order to think, feel, and act in a more desirable manner. In this episode, we will discuss scientifically proven methods to program our ultimate response plan in order to make challenging times more manageable, enabling us to thrive in any circumstance. So please, focus in and be present as you begin to surrender your average life. Welcome to the show, everyone. I hope everybody's having an amazing day today. Just got back in from a softball game. We had a friend's birthday, and we're going out for supper tonight. So it's a busy day, but I thought I'd be able to fit in a podcast, so I'm pretty pumped about that. And for myself, my life is getting pretty busy again. You know, it's summer holidays, we had a nice vacation, and the last episode was about getting back into routine, and now that I'm back in routine, I find myself faced with um, many challenges. There's a lot of stuff to navigate, and that's why I want to touch on today's episode and really get into the science behind um, how we actually navigate hard tasks and what's the hard proof of the science and why we need to do um, these certain, certain tasks, such as meditation and visualization and I really will break that down with some science uh, facts just to conceptualize it a bit better and so we can really understand it. So today's episode is called What to Do When Life Gets Hard. And as we know, life is a steady is not a steady state at all. It's filled with ebbs and flows. In a very general statement, by the end of our life on average, 50% of the time, we might be in a flowing, positive, happy state, but the other 50% will inevitably be filled with a challenging state where we're not feeling in flow or where we're dealt with these, these different challenges and life just seems a bit harder and it's not as easy to navigate. So think of it as an image of a heartbeat where you have your your beat going up and then it goes all the way down and back to back to even and that's kind of over the span of our life if we average it out it's going to be roughly 50 50 and we just need to kind of accept that it's not always going to be rainbows and daisies like there's going to be challenges so how do we navigate these challenges and what are some tools we can do to thrive in those times when it's a bit more difficult So when we're in a flowing and positive states, we can agree that it tends to be easier to manage our emotions and everything seems more manageable. But in these hard times, we will trigger our stress response. That stress response causes us to go into a fight, flight, or freeze mode. It freezes our body. We tense up. We get anxiety. We we flight. We run away. We don't know what to do. Or we fight. We're reactional. And all of those three options are not ideal. What is ideal is to be cool, calm-headed, be able to have critical thinking, be able to think things through, be be calm in the moment, and avoid that fight, flight, or freeze because that will be detrimental to our health. It's no doubt going to cause stress, and stress 
will impact our health over time. So for myself, naturally during these times when I'm not in control, when I don't use meditation, when I don't use these tools and tactics, my natural state when I am faced with challenging times and I have more on my plate and I feel that angst coming on, my ego tends to take over. I become more stubborn. I need to be right. I'm, it's hard. It's more difficult for me to listen. I don't give myself enough space or time to think clearly or critically. And I just feel like I'm in a, I'm in a frantic state. I'm all over the place. I'm just trying to get things done. But it is not the most productive way. And my automatic unconscious state when stressed is to be very closed off and to look for the negatives. So if I don't have control, my subconscious is always putting that focus and energy and looking for the negative aspects of each one of these situations in these given circumstances. So to say the least, it's a very reactional state. And I have to take active measures daily to avoid myself from falling into this pattern, which is my natural unconscious pattern to revert to if I'm not taking the proper necessary actions. So as you can imagine, this does not lead to creating better results or to feeling better or even being confident. And if I don't break this pattern, negative results and emotions will continue to compound and perpetuate. So. How can we gain that upper hand on our emotional reactions and, and how can we be equipped to face these challenging circumstances that will inevitably come our way? Because like we said, life in general is going to be 50% flowing, but that other generally 50% is going to be a lot more difficult. So we need to properly program our unconscious mind. And this is accomplished by doing two major steps. One is programming our brain's filtration system, which I've mentioned in the past, which is the reticular activating system, the RAS. And the second step is changing our brain neurology, the way our neurons fire and wire together and formulating new neural pathways. And the best way that I've found to do this is through what I like to call concentrated meditation. And I'll, I'll walk I'll walk everybody through that in a little bit here. And the RAS, if we remember, is, is that filtration system because our brain takes in over 2 billion bits of information a second. And that will overload our mind. So it filters out and only accepts what's relevant and what we focus on. Otherwise, it's just going to let it pass right by. It's kind of, Think about your junk email. You, all those advertisements and everything that you have set as junk mail, you never actually see that unless you put focus and open that junk mail compartment folder. So you, you only get the emails that are relevant to you. Otherwise, you don't even see them. The RAS is, is kind of like that. That's why it's so important to focus on the appropriate things and the things that are going to help us or benefit us because it's even for an example when we have expectations of something our RAS will subconsciously without us even being aware um, bring that to life it'll bring our focus to life it'll make us be aware of what we're putting our focus on such as such as an example of uh 
expectations. Let's say you have Christmas coming up or your birthday and you have very high hopes and you have very positive expectations for that day. You're excited for your birthday or Christmas is coming up and you love Christmas. You're going to go to bed that night all excited and you wake up the next day and you're going to look for every reason why this is such a great day and why you're so excited and your RAS will help you filter and put focus on every instant and every little event during that day to self-fulfill that prophecy. You know, it's 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 looking for every reason why it's it's an awesome day or countering that if you have negative expectations or you're expecting to be disappointed on your birthday or every Christmas is horrible and you hate Christmas, now you're going to wake up looking for every reason why Christmas is bad and why this isn't the perfect day or or if it's your birthday and you're expected to be disappointed and you get a gift and it's not exactly what you think it is, instead of saying, oh, I'm grateful for this gift regardless, you're going to say, wow, I knew I would I would be disappointed. And it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. And that's what the RAS does. It puts, it it filters out everything that's not important except for where our focus is. So our RAS and our focus are very important. And that's why it's so crucial to implement this concentrated meditation into our daily practice, especially when times are hard. Because if we visualize every single day what we want to put our focus on, how we want to show up, the person we want to be. If we're picturing that every single day, I want to show up as a happy person who's full of life and who's going to excel through the day. And that's where our focus is on. Our RAS, our reticular activating system, is going to be looking for every reason why we we are being productive and every reason why uh, we need to be happy. And it's just that self-fulfilling prophecy. And it shows us where to put our focus on each day. We're not just aimlessly going about our day hoping it's going to be great. We're putting more control on that. So that's why the RAS is so important. And then on top of that, changing our brain neurology. And changing our brain neurology, firing new neurons in new ways is just like building a muscle. So the more we repeat it, the more it sticks, the more that muscle grows and the more that becomes our normal patterns of thinking and feeling. So again, when times get more challenging, we haven't programmed our brain to respond appropriately. Chances are in the past when we've been faced with difficult or negative circumstances, we simply reacted in a way that, that that we didn't feel in control. Just as I mentioned, my own, when I'm not in control myself and when I'm not putting my focus on how I want to show up and I'm not changing new brain uh, neurons firing and wiring together, you know, I react because that's my natural default state. It's not an ideal state. And if I'm not actively doing the work to change that, it's just going to lead me down uh, a negative path. So we always hear that we should adjust our beliefs, our attitudes, change our language towards something, be more positive. But that's not going to actually stick unless we pump those beliefs, attitudes, language into our brain neurology. And if we actually program our unconscious mind. So if you were to get asked, what exactly would you like to see happen to you in four months? If you're flooded with anxiety and overwhelm and you're in a very tough spot right now and you're facing challenging times, you probably wouldn't give a great answer. 
you'd say, oh, well, I'm pretty stressed and I don't know if I'm going to keep my job. And, you know, if, if that's how you're feeling, that's what you're going to be expecting. But what if you were so specific and knew how you wanted to feel, what you wanted to be doing, and could picture that in the most vivid detail? That will change your neurology and build that muscle. Start to build that muscle to change your brain so your unconscious mind and your reticular activating system is working in your favor. You're going to be looking for all the reasons why that is to come true, why that's actually happening. And the more you do this, your attitude, language, and beliefs will start to change. But it has to be an absolute repetition to build that muscle. So instead of just where are you going to be in four months? Oh, I don't know. Hopefully have a job. And what if you were like, where do you want to be in four months? I want to be thriving in my job. I want to be healthy. I want to be active. I want to be going to the gym. And you have a clear plan and you can picture this and see this every single day. And you, through this, these concentrated meditations, which I'll talk about in a second and run you through what I exactly do, you know, that's going to have a drastic impact because you're going to be looking for every reasons and expecting that you're going to be acting this way instead of just aimlessly hoping that something happens. And the only way to disrupt our natural reactional states is to alter our unconscious mind. So learning about all this, hearing this, reading books is only tapping into your conscious mind because you're not you're not diving down deeper. You're not changing those neural pathways in the proper states. Um, and, and there's a proper brain wave frequency that we must get to to tap into that subconscious mind. So why do we need to have our brain wave frequencies at the proper level? And this is so we can bypass the critical faculty. And this is the aspect that will try to resist what we're doing because we already have a program and it's more effort and it's more work to reprogram something, especially our brain. So this critical factor faculty acts as a wall that's between your conscious and unconscious mind. And this is why maybe affirmations and positive thinking might not have had that deep lasting effect on you. Because they're not reaching that unconscious mind. So there's there's five main brainwave frequencies. There's gamma, beta, alpha, theta, and delta. And gamma is the really fast frequency, intense concentration and learning. Beta is the one that we're mostly operational. Our day-to-day life is usually lived in beta. So we're problem solving and we're engaging our mind. That's kind of the normal frequency. Then there's alpha. Alpha is a very important one. This is the relaxing and recharging state. Theta is dreaming, kind of that autopilot when we're not even thinking. Let's say you're driving on a highway for hours and you're not even looking at the road and you're just driving. And you look back on the last hour and you say, wow, I don't even remember what I passed or I don't even remember what I did or what the road looked like. That's when we're in theta. We're in that autopilot state or when we're daydreaming kind of thing, not really focused. Delta is a deep, dreamless sleep. So the optimal brainwave state to be in to have this concentrated meditation where we can really have impact on our RAS and amplify our focus and change our neurology, change those neural pathways is in theta. When we can be more relaxed at a slower frequency, 
This is where it's easier to release serotonin and where visualizations are more powerful because our, our other senses are a lot less amplified and it's just our focus on that visualization. So to our brain, our brain interprets that as a real life event. It doesn't know the difference between that and a real life event. It's only our senses that are telling us that it's a physical event. Our brain doesn't know the difference. So that's why this is so powerful. And in alpha state, it's so much easier to release the proper chemicals such as serotonin, serotonin and dopamine um, to feel good and to really amplify and build that neural pathway muscle. So if we don't have any influence our, on our unconscious mind, we'll, see, we'll simply keep perpetuating mental states of fear, anxiety, or whatever we're feeling due to that unfortunate circumstance or extra workload that we've been giving. So also on top of this, it's very important through this concentrated meditation, it really connects our mind-body connection. And this is important because our unconscious mind, if it's untamed during these difficult times, it will affect our body. Our body has... Our, our mind, sorry, has a direct impact on our body, on our physiology, on our lymph system, on our adrenal glands. That affects us. That affects our anxiety. That affects how we're standing, our physiology. You know, if we're, if we're frowning, if we're down, that all has an effect. And we will not be in the proper state to be confident or take control. So whether we are aware of it or not, our physiology has a direct impact on how we feel. We need to align them to serve us. Even just think about if you're angry, next time try and smile and be angry. It is a lot more difficult to be angry. It's crazy. Just smiling or laughing completely alters our state. So having that mind-body connection, when our body can be relaxed and feeling good and our mind is visualizing and envisioning this powerful future and we can put a smile on and we feel good and it's it's connecting that mind-body connection to be able to serve us in the future so during this meditative process we want to create a state um, every single day we want to be creating this state in the morning because it's not it's not natural to us and uh you know, we want, we want to create that, that perfect state to start each and every day. So we close our eyes to shut off the senses. We take some deep breaths, whether it's three, five, six deep breaths in. Hold it. And release over and over and over again until we're fully relaxed. And then we want to visualize as vividly as possible and this involves thinking feeling and picturing yourself as your ideal self and this will create the positive brain chemicals that are necessary to to amplify our our senses and amplify this this moment and we can play with submodalities, which is the, the brightness. Try to make it as bright as we can, this, this, this vivid image. Whether we're an auditory person where we like hearing things or smelling or tasting, we can, we can tie all those into our visualizations. 
So even if it's as simple as closing your eyes, relaxing, getting into this state, and then you picture yourself going throughout your day, you don't even need to include details of what you're doing in that day, but just feeling how you would want to feel, feeling confident, feeling powerful, feeling happy, feeling like you can take on the challenges of every single day and visualize yourself being this powerful person in this very relaxed state. And if we can tap into that alpha frequency during these visualizations, that will make that feeling comfortable to our brain. And that will be activating our RAS, our reticular activating system to be looking for how to manifest these things in your life, how to, it's, you're, you're putting focus on confidence, on power, or whatever you're doing. So your RAS will actively be looking for events that, that really manifest this into your life. And a tip to get in the proper brainwave frequency, because we don't really know how, how the heck to do that, especially at the start, there's something called binaural beats. And this is through music or sound through speakers or headphones that will match the frequency hertz. So the, the rate of, of hertz um, as alpha and your brain will naturally match it if you're listening to it for long enough. So if you're having difficulty um, falling into these states, try binaural beats, alpha binaural beats, and then try to fall into these states. So yes, this concentrated meditation, it's something I've been doing for, for a while. And also during that, that uh, my, my sessions, I will, I will tell myself I am healthy. And as I'm saying this, I feel fully healthy. I feel fully mobile and I'm living a long, healthy life filled with vitality and healthy food. And I just, my body feels healthy as I'm picturing this. And then I say, I'm a loving, I'm a loving person. You know, I love my fiance. I love my friends. I love my family. And I'm feeling the emotions of love as I'm doing this. And I am wealthy and I live an abundant life. And I know what that feels like to me. And I, I bring in these sensations of what that would feel like as I'm visualizing myself living this life and feeling the emotions as if I've already acquired everything I'm envisioning. And it's a very powerful tool because that makes it normal for our brains to think of us as this person, to think of us as this confident, wealthy, abundant, loving person. Our brain thinks that that's what we are during those times. So wouldn't you think that it would be powerful to do this over and over and over again as much as we can? And then it's easier to show up in these manners in the physical reality. And don't get me wrong, it's not as easy because there's different challenges. There's different people. There's different energies now that we got to mix it in. But this is kind of like a playing practice field where it's only us and ourselves. And we really eliminate all our senses and get into that deep relaxation and try to match those alpha, wane, alpha brain frequencies where we can have that high concentration activate our RAS, you know, where's our focus? What do I want to focus on? How can I make my reticular activating system work for me? And, and this is just a very powerful tool to feel confident, to feel able that we can get through these challenging times. And if we do that every day and try to do it every night as well, 
that really has brought me uh, a ton of benefit. And programming our subconscious mind, that's how we program our subconscious mind to work for us. Because now, now our RAS is, is, is kind of our back. Our fallback state is now not going to be reactional because we put so much focus on how we want to show up. No, I can handle these challenges. I can be confident through this. I've visualized this. I've already felt this. I've already been here. And that's going to change how our subconscious now reacts. Instead of an untamed subconscious where it was just reactional because we haven't trained it. We haven't put focus on it. We haven't done anything for it. We're just going to act the same way we've always acted unless we train it and unless we put focus on how we want to show up. And the best way to train it is through this concentrated meditation. So programming our subconscious will enable us to follow through on all the actions we've all been told we're supposed to do. So, you know, we hear all these things, but they don't necessarily stick unless we program them into that subconscious. So these are all the things that we will see a direct impact on them working so much harder for us when we can link them and tie them into those concentrated meditations. So it can help us to change our perspective uh, on the situation to enable us not to be the victim, not to just react. Oh, why does this always happen to me? Why do I always get the short end of the stick? You know, if we're, if we're actively saying in our visualizations, in our meditations, I am in control of my life. I am, in, I am powerful no matter what circumstance, no matter what happens. You know, now all of a sudden we're prepped our, and our subconscious is equipped to take this on. It will enable us to zoom out and look at the bigger picture instead of just being so focused. It'll help us to analyze and take action on what you can control. Not getting caught up on what we can't control. So usually when we're in reactional mode, we, we focus on the things we can't control. But in reality, we just need to let that go and have that higher perspective to be able to zoom out and say, hey, you know what, I can't control this. But what I can control are the emotions and the next actions that I take. It'll help us to be able to find the lessons in real time. You know, that, that, that was a big one for me when I switched off my instant reactional mode to now my instant, because I've trained through my subconscious, through my concentrated meditations to be able, to, I tell myself, when times get tough, when I'm faced with a difficult situation, look for the lesson, look for the good. I had to program that into my subconscious that didn't just happen because I read a book you know I had to put a lot of focus on that over and over and over again until that's the new normal now when something bad happens to me or I'm dealt with a challenging situation I'm saying where's that lesson it will help us to tame and control our emotions and reactions enabling us to take the proper action it has really helped me to put my ego aside. You know, the more I have these focus sessions and really put my attention and really give it my all and, and really use this tool for its benefits, it helps me tame my ego because my ego is still my natural default mode, especially if I don't put enough focus and if I'm not changing my subconscious enough. You know, if you dwindle away from that, Everyone has a natural state that they will revert to, and that's based on their past 
experiences and habits that they formed and personality traits that they formed due to past experiences and circumstances and just how their life has unfolded and what kind of parents they had and everything, right? So that's going to always be our natural fallback, but we can have the power over that and really uh, have a lot more control of our life because we won't be reacting because we are in control. We're in that driver's seat when we, uh, when we take control and put that ego aside. So it gives us and it enables us to step into that confident person or that proper mental state to tackle the most challenging tasks first. So usually when we're, we don't have a lot of awareness on the topic and times get tough and there's challenging situations, we avoid doing the hard things because it's just more work and we don't really want to do that. But what I found very beneficial is tackling those really challenging things first. What's the biggest obstacle here? And let's check that off the list. But without having the proper focus on it and without actually having these concentrated meditation sessions to change our subconscious, to enable us to feel more confident, to be able to tackle that challenging obstacle, it's just a lot harder. All this is, is strategies and and really science on how our brain works and how to make our brain work for us rather than just having no control on us. And uh, the last couple that I like to do is is really focusing on gratitude throughout all this. And we hear that so often. And, and again, gratitude, if we're just thinking about things, you know, yeah, I don't know how powerful that is. But when I can be grateful in this alpha wave state during a concentrated meditation and actually feel, feel how grateful I am for the life I have and the things I have, man, it's just that extra level of potency. It's just so much more powerful and I can actually feel the gratitude and it makes me feel grateful and just really sets up my day. And that's where the power of gratitude comes in. Not just thinking about the things we're grateful for. Oh yeah, I'm grateful for this, this, and this. Okay, on to the next thing. You know, this really brings that focus and really amplifies that gratitude to make us feel it on a lasting level. And it helps us to also lean on faith. So again, faith Faith can be a bit tricky, and this could be faith in ourself, God, universe, whatever you like to use, or whatever's suitable for you. You know, whatever faith that you have in your life, it's faith is easy to overlook unless we put that focus on it, unless we practice it. And this again is just a great time and space to practice that faith and implement that faith in our life. So just because we have challenges and we will be faced with that in inevitable roughly 50% of our life will be pretty challenging. It's not always just going to be positive and that flowing state, but we can equip our brain with concentrated meditations, with changing the neurology by activating that RAS to work for us, to make us feel and envision the person that we want to be every single day so that makes it more normal to our brain and we will feel more comfortable acting thinking and feeling in these ways so please start implementing these tactics and tools today 
and I guarantee your life will get a lot more manageable and you will surrender your average life. Thank you so much for listening and I hope everyone has an amazing day. See you.